If you could prevent spending three to six months recovering from a pickleball injury, would that be worth learning a ramp-up routine that you could implement in 12 minutes? Welcome to the Pickleball Physio Podcast, where we talk about injury prevention and recovery so pickleball athletes can get back on the court sooner and stay on the courts longer. I'm your host, Sarah Leong Lopes, and I'm glad you're joining me today. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about three simple tricks that you can do before you even set foot on the court that drastically minimizes your chances of getting hurt. These are fueling up, gearing up, and revving up. First, let's talk about fueling up. We want to make sure that our body has the right kinds of calories and nutrients to fuel our body to keep up with the sport. Pickleball is deceptively easy to pick up as a game, but it's surprisingly demanding on our muscles and our heart and our lungs and even our balance and coordination. So we need to make sure that we have all the resources we need inside our bodies to optimize our play and also make sure that we can prevent injuries from happening. I recently hosted a Q&A with a registered dietitian nutritionist, and one of the questions I asked her was specifically, what do we eat before we even set foot on the courts to make sure that we're properly fueled? Minimizing muscle cramps, making sure that we can keep up our good energy to play as many games as we want to. And Marsha Bauer was my guest that helped answer this question. And she advised to eat lean proteins, lots of berries like blackberries and blueberries, and bananas as well, and obviously staying hydrated. And these supply the body with the sugars and the proteins, minerals, and electrolytes that our body needs to keep up to play the sport. It sounds simple enough, right? Just maybe the night before going to play a game or the night before you have your breakfast, just prepping and setting aside some of those fresh fruits, an egg or another type of lean protein just to fuel up. Typically, you want to try to eat 90 minutes before you play, which a lot of us sometimes will go start playing as soon as the morning starts. So if you know that you're going to be in a rush getting to the courts, spend some time getting at least a little bit of a snack in and then make sure that you fuel up again really, really well after you play. After we fuel up, we definitely want to gear up properly. One of the common reasons why I see people getting injured is actually in our footwear. We want to make sure that we are setting ourselves up for success from the moment that our foot hits the ground. So when it comes to footwear, I highly recommend finding something that has a rigid heel support. If you can take your thumb and press on the back of your shoe and it collapses, you're not getting as much support for your ankle and your foot as you probably need which puts you at risk for an ankle sprain or hurting your Achilles tendon in addition to anything else that might be happening up the chain. You also want to make sure that you have good support on either side of your foot. These are called lateral supports that are right around the heel. If on the sides of your shoe it curves under and you kind of have a taller tread or kind of something that is more akin to a platform shoe, you're more likely to roll your ankle in those situations. Especially with pickleball with how much side to side or lateral movement that we have, we want to make sure that we have good support so we don't trip over our own feet. Many of us don't have the best arches in the world, and so I highly recommend for individuals to have a good arch support in their shoe. 
In addition to the arch support, I also recommend a wider toe box, um, one that actually matches the shape of your foot. A lot of shoes actually are much narrower at the toes than our feet naturally are. So to cover both the arch support and the wide toe issue, I usually advise to do what I call an insole test. What you do is you take the insole out of the shoe that you're trying on, or maybe it's a shoe that you already have, and you place the insole on the floor. Step on top of it, lining your heel up where it normally would be, and see where your foot falls naturally if you're standing on one foot. If your toes spill over on either side of the toe portion of that insole, or if there's a lot of excess room or not enough room in the tip of the toes area, then you might want to look at another shoe that shapes more like your foot. Then, when you're standing on that foot over that insole, please hold on to something for support and balance. Look and see where your arch is falling or not falling on the arch of the insole. If the insole is meeting up with your arch naturally and it looks good and stable, that's great. But if there's still space between your arch and the arch of the insole, or everything collapses into that inner side of your arch, then you probably want something that's got a little bit more support with you. It's either that or go through some really aggressive foot training exercises. And most people that I see playing pickleball want to just put on some shoes and get going. So I usually opt for the insole test. But if you're really wanting to make sure that you bulletproof your feet from any possible ankle injuries, then definitely look for some ankle and foot stability and strengthening exercises. Because again, our foot is the first thing that usually hits the ground when we're playing pickleball. So we need to make sure that those foundational pieces are really solid. Then in addition to gearing up, we want to rev up our body. And this is the part that comes directly before we set foot on the courts. Now I know how it goes. We drive to the courts, we get our shoes on, we've got our paddle in our hand ready to place it on whatever system that the court has set up for us to play. And most of the time somebody's needing a fourth player. So we get invited onto the courts and we don't even get a chance to warm up. But I highly encourage you before you even leave to go to the courts or as soon as you get parked, just spend five minutes doing some dynamic warm-ups for your body just to let your body know, hey, we're about to do some activity and we want to make sure that you're on board and ready to go so that we make sure we don't get hurt and nothing takes us by surprise. So when I'm talking about dynamic warm-ups, I'm talking about moving from your shoulders, from your elbows, from your wrists, from your hips and your knees and your ankles, and turning your trunk. We're getting a whole full body motion, active and engaged, so that our body gets the blood pumping and our muscles start contracting before we even start using them to the extent we do on the courts because now the body is well aware of what kind of activity is coming next. I usually advise dynamic warm-ups and stretches as opposed to static hold stretches and the reason is because when we play pickleball we are moving. We are not in a static position most of the time so we want to make sure our body is primed and ready to go for that movement and this ensures we're not walking out onto the courts cold turkey and ending up 
doing something that our body was not ready for. My typical warm-up routine looks like holding my arms out to the side, kind of like I'm forming a T with my fists closed, and I just make tiny circles for about 10 counts one direction, and then I switch direction, doing 10 tiny circles the other direction, and then I do another set of 10, but making the circle a little bit bigger, again, both going both directions. And then on my legs, what I'll do is I will hold one leg straight out in front of me with my toes pointed up and my heel against the ground. And I just lift it up just enough until I start feeling a gentle stretch, a gentle awareness in the back of my leg and then lowering back down. I'm not going for an intense stretch because that is not my goal to get a big stretch. My goal is to get the blood pumping, the nerves woken up, the muscles woken up. So we're keeping everything really comfortable and gentle as we rev up our body. After I lift that leg up maybe five times on one side, I do it five times on the other side, and then I go into some real gentle mini squats where I'm just standing with my feet planted, sitting just a little bit as if I'm going to sit in a bar stool or I'm prepping to be um, in front of the kitchen for some dinking. So I'll just do about five of those and then I'll go down to my calves holding onto the rail just for safety, for balance, and coming up onto my toes 10 times while my knees are straight and again 10 times while my knees are bent. And this just makes sure that my ankles and my feet are ready to go as well. Then I'll usually go back up to my forearms and I'll just turn my palms up, turn my palms down bend my wrist back, bend my wrist forward, and that warms up my forearms, which are the muscles that are in charge of gripping onto the paddle. Um, and I just wanna make sure both sides are warmed up there too. Then lastly, what I'll do is I'll get into my trunk and I will stand with my feet planted and my hips squared forward. And I'll just rotate my upper body just so my shoulders are moving, isolated from my head and my hips. And then I'll switch where my head and my shoulders are isolated and my hips are rotating side to side. This is one that I've had to practice over time because I used to be pretty stiff with this. Um, but this comes in handy when you're going for either your forehand or your backhand, or even if you're trying to turn and run for that ball, it's a really great way to make sure that you've got trunk mobility um, prepped and ready to go for when you're getting onto the courts. I'll usually aim for about five to 10 reps on each of these exercises just once or twice through because again my goal is just to rev up the body and wake it up I'm not going for a big workout when I'm doing it and by going through all of these motions in each of these regions of my body I can usually get that done within five minutes of parking and getting to the courts so once again, I highly recommend that as soon as you park and get out of your car, spend five minutes before you walk over to the court. Otherwise, you might get pulled into a game and we want to make sure you're ready as soon as you get to the courts. So there you have it. Three simple tricks that you can add into your ramp up routine to make sure you are primed and ready to go play pickleball on your next trip to the courts. Just remember, we need to fuel up. We need to gear up and we need to rev up to make sure that we are optimizing our body to get out there on the courts and diminishing 
our chances of hurting ourselves that particular day or even that particular week. I'm interested to hear which of these three chicks have you heard of before, which ones are new, and which ones are you going to implement today? If you're interested in getting more information about any of these three tricks or even wanting to see a video on my warm-up routine, text me at 805-429-4733. I am more than happy to share my resources with you. And if you found this helpful, please like our podcast and give it a review. And if you know another pickleball athlete or another athlete in general that you think would benefit from the information in this podcast, please share it with your friends. Thanks so much for listening. Now I'm off to the courts.